All right, Sunday night, 7 o'clock time for another edition of the Sports Phone here on KZYX. Jerry in Portland, Jim back at the studio. Jim, how you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. Jeez, I'm off from the sports phone next week. I can't get it out of my head. It's gonna yeah. You got a you got a long trip ahead of you next week. Yeah, you want to? Jeez, I know it's we're talking about it now, or do we get a recap of it in in two weeks? Or do you want to give us the quick itinerary for everything you got going on next week? I I think we should mention it. Um, well, it is my mom, you know. Yeah. What's What's the quick version? Give, give me the itinerary for, for quick, where you're quick going. Quick version is is um three about three two to three. I guess it's three years ago. My mom entered the national masters uh, swimming YMCA swimming championships um, in Florida um, in the ninety to ninety four year old age group. When she was ninety four, she set uh, five or six U.S. records and got five or six or seven gold medals and then she wanted to go back when she was 95 and covid 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 put it off and now she's going back she turned uh 96 yesterday the third and now she's going into the 95 to 99 year old age group in orlando florida the national ymca masters championships and the interesting part this time is every event she enters she'll set a u.s record because she's the first woman ever in this age group. So it, it's yeah. interesting. This is my mom, your grandma. Yeah. And um, I feel like it's going to be exciting to be there. It's going to be a pain to get there. How <laughs> hard can, it is like, to get from- it's, it's gonna It's going to be fun. Like, I think swim meets, I, I've been to one at Linfield, and they've got their own, like, vibe to them. They've got a very unique vibe. And, and I can kind of, like, be okay with that. I think it'd be, I think it'd be kind of fun, but... I can't imagine how complicated it is. It's it's not a direct flight to Orlando, right? Are you kidding? From Santa Rosa? How hard flight. it is to get from Comchi to Orlando, Florida? It's kitty corner, you know, kitty corner diagonal across the United States. It's two, but it, it boils down to two, three plus hour flights: Santa Rosa to Dallas, Dallas to Orlando. We are seven minutes from the hotel in Orlando when we land there. That's good. Oh, and you and you can skip. You get to skip Chicago too. You don't have to go through the potential no, craziness she, that could be O'Hare. She's, she's got. I mean, th- this is exciting. She's got. Yeah, it'll be women, fun. She's got women uh, that help her do computer work, meeting her or surprising her there. She's got um, a couple of um, her team members that are going to meet us there. My brother's going to meet us there. Um, I'm trying to get ESPN to meet us there. <laughs> you know, it's, so it's it, it'll be it'll be exciting. Yeah, it's just be fun. It, I, I I admit it. Politically, distance wise, Florida's on my least mace, maybe my least favorite place to go in the world. So you're you're excited to be there and support your mom, but yeah. it could literally be anywhere else, and you would probably be more happy about yeah, it. Yeah, anywhere. <laughs> I love it. Anywhere. I love it. So, oh, good stuff. So Welcome everybody to the Sports Phone. Um, if you are new to the show and have no idea what's been going on for the last three or four minutes, let me get you up to speed real quick. So, Sports Phone. This is an open forum sports talk show. Jim and I are sports aficionados, been players, coaches. Uh, fans, you name it, in some way, shape, or form, Jim and I have been involved in, in sports uh, throughout our entire lives, and we like to spend this one hour a week uh, getting the phone lines opened up and letting you, the callers, and the listening audience 
talk about whatever you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. It can be professional, college, high school, rec league stuff, wherever it is in the world, as long as it is in some way sports related. Jim and I want to hear about it. So feel free to give us a call. 707-895-2448. That's the number to call if you want to give us a or if you want to give us a call and talk about sports. 707 895 2448 looking forward to taking your calls and again it can be anything as long as it is sports related in some way shape or form jim and i want to hear about it so give us a call if you've got let's give uh let's give world of sports let's give one update i mean talk about current sports we've got we're down after 64 teams in two weeks almost to the day we have um University of South Carolina on top of UConn. That's a one South Carolina versus a two UConn in the final game of the NCAA Women's Basketball Championships for the year 2021-22 season. And it is 59-47 with two minutes and 43 seconds left. And I watched South Carolina play two nights ago. No one's going to catch them in 12 points. In, in, yeah, it, it, it's one of those games that, I call a boring game, not because the level of play isn't high. It's just because of kind of how the game has gone. You ne- where- let me let me guess. Wait a minute. Let me guess. Y- y- you call it a boring game because you, from the get go, no matter what the score was, you never felt that UConn could win. Am I right? No. Yeah. Well, in a way, yes. So basically, the, the other way to put it, the way I would explain that was South Carolina got up, got got ahead twenty two to eight to start the game oh, when I was geez. watching it yeah, eating I, dinner. I and when, when games get to that 14, I would say like 12 to 16 point range. I, I, as a fan, I either need there to be a comeback or I need it to be a blowout. I, I hate <laughs> it when games stay in that like 12 to 17 point range, because it's just like, it's just, there's no progress being made. Like yeah, either get the game over with so I don't need to watch it or get it exciting <laughs> again. The middle ground where it's not a blowout, but it's not close enough for me to have to be super engaged. That's my least favorite kind of basketball. Yeah, to watch. And- so again, that's not a comment on the, the level of play. Like South Carolina and UConn have some amazing players that I've really enjoyed watching throughout the final four, the last two two games. But just the way the game is played out, it's not been all that interesting. I've never been more engaged. And and it's it's yeah. there now. There's two minutes less than just two minutes left. And yeah, so- game's over. Yeah, South Carolina is up 13, and UConn just doesn't have the the scoring power to score that many points in uh, two minutes. Yeah, but a fun a fun Final Four Man, for I'll the women. Though. The, the two have... game, the the Stanford, who was a Stanford South Carolina. No, no, Stan, yeah, Stanford UConn, and then Louisville, you uh, South Carolina were both really fun games. They, I they have really never well been more engaged with women's basketball at any level, more more so than the women's NBA, and. I'm I'm way more into the men's NBA versus the men's NCAA when it comes to the men. I like the NBA way more than I like college, and I'm I've watched the women's NBA a lot this year, and I enjoy the women's NCAA more than I did the women's NBA. Did I have yeah, enough letters yeah. there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah no, it's, but it, it's been fun. I also think for all the criticism. That, that has been levied towards the women's NCAA tournament, rightfully so. I think ESPN's done a really, really good job this year presenting it yeah, in terms of like getting the games on ESPN and how they've 
you know, the, the, the effort they've gone into in terms of like the production value and, and things like that, um, all the way down to, I've watched the final four. I haven't watched the main broadcast. I've watched the Diana Taurasi, Sue Bird, like sitting in a room, just commentating on the game version. It's been fantastic. Those two are amazing basketball minds. So it's been really fun to, to watch that. So it's been a fun, I've really enjoyed watching the women's tournament this year. Uh, and well, you it's want, just a bummer that the game is not I, I have, that interesting. I would like to. Add a rule I feel as strongly about this as I do not having any more replay in any sport anywhere. That that's my 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 hope is that and, and believe me I know it's not going to go backwards. But if I had my choice, it'd be no more replay review. There's lots of replay. I love watching replay. Get to your point. We know your thing about replay. Come on, get to your, get my, your point here. Um, there will men cannot play on a women's basketball team. Do you agree with that, Jer? I sure. Men should not be able to coach women's basketball. That's that's oh me. yeah, that's that's another one of your kind of like long-standing um, ones. Long-standing ones. If, yeah. if 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 men can't play on a women's basketball team, men should not be allowed to coach. It it will I don't know what it'll do, um, but but I don't I don't think it should happen. 707-895-2448. Lines are open. We had no. This is the longest we've gone without a call in a while, Jer. 707-895-2448. Am I the only one? Do, do you think men should dominate the coaching of women's basketball? Or do you don't think, don't think it matters? I forgot I, where you stand. I, I think the best coach should coach. I, I, I don't think it necessarily matters. Um, hmm. That's I've just how I've always kind of stood by it. Um, I, it's also not something I've really given a lot of thought to. Hmm. You know, I, I think the but no, I think the best coach should coach. I, I and man woman i i don't care hello you're on the air hi it's the sports phone doctor hi patty hey patty we got two calls right so quick. i would like to i Go would on. like to hear more about why why you would like uh gender segregation jim this is all you 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 walked yeah, into yes, this one this is a question for jim <laughs> you mean, you mean <laughs> thank you, you for clarifying jerry do you mean you walked in, into this one do you, do you mean and what i just said yeah, I, I just want to I want to hear more about I I why don't you feel the, way you do. the same reason men shouldn't play on a women's I I, on a I women's don't basketball it's team. Reason. It's a women's NCA. It's a women's league. Let me put it. Let me just summarize it that way. It's a women's league. Men are not allowed to play on a women's team. I think. The coach is part of the team. They should not have a man coaching a women's team because it's a women's league. I, I can't say it any. So do you not do you not think that um, that that a woman could coach a man's team? I they they are coaching. Or could be part of the coaching. They are coaching yeah. men's teams, and and I I have the same same is, feeling is there. Is that good or bad in your opinion? I I've ne I never said the men were bad coaches for a women's team. And no, I, no, and no, 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 no. I guess I just mean does that does that not same in, thing. I I I'm not okay in the paradigm. Can I, can, Jim? Can I make an effort to to defend not defend you, but make the point that you're trying to make, and I don't think you're doing it very well because I've I've heard you make this, I've heard you make your case for this before, yeah. and I think you've worded it a lot better in previous <laughs> times than your attempt this time because that was. That was the first time I've ever heard you try to justify it the way you did. And Penny so jumped with, right with your, on it, too. I was unprepared. With your permission, can I, can I try to – with your permission, can I 
Go ahead. Use the reason you've told me before. Go ahead. Okay. So, Patty, this is what I think Jim is trying to get at, based on, like, I've heard this. I've had this discussion with him before. Um, If you look at the sphere of coaching in general in basketball, and, and I think you could take this to other sports as well, but basketball is the one that we know. It is predominantly men. We could agree. I think as a group of the three of us, we could agree to that. Well, right? That's that a the, if you look at a breakdown of percentage of head coaches across all of college basketball, it is predominantly men. I think we can agree to that, right? Before I go well, any that's further, a, that's mm-hmm. a statistic. It doesn't Agreed. matter if you agree with it or not. Right, but no, but I want to make sure it's important no, but it's to my right. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we agree so, that that is a fact. So mm-hmm. I, I think what, what where Jim has come with the, come with this in the past is. There are a lot of very qualified, good women's or women coaches, or, or excuse me, coaches that are women, not, not, not women that are coaching women's basketball, but just in general, women that are basketball coaches. There are a lot of highly qualified, good coaches out there. And because of, I would argue, just the way our culture is set up they are at an inherent and this i think goes to like job jobs in general not 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 just basketball mm-hmm. the women for better for for right or wrong are at a disadvantage trying to get a head coaching job if they're if they're going up against men so what jim has always been a believer in is to give those women an opportunity to get better and enhance their presence in women's basketball they should be the ones that should be head coaches in in women's basketball it's about giving them a better opportunity there's only so many jobs uh, yeah this is this is go ahead there's only so many jobs and um if it's going to be a women's league um i think the development um, because women have been pushed aside so long with head coaching jobs, with a finite amount of, of teams, I think it, it is it is an attempt to keep the women down and not let them move up to that level if we allow, quote, the best coaches of all, if 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 there is there's just in pure numbers, there could be 15 qualified men's coaches and three qualified women's coaches. I think we pick one of the three qualified women's coaches to coach that women's team. So Jer is on the right track. It's a mathematical thing as well. Yeah, I think the, I mean, like this gets into, this is not, not dissimilar from the argument on like, more more black coaches in the NFL, right? And I think yeah. that the whole the, the only thing I kind of want to correct, or like at least like have people kind of stop and think about, is that is the premise that they are that that any like any woman or any non-white man is unqualified simply because they're not there. You know, I think, um, and 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 I don't think I'm saying anything that you guys don't already know, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. merit is not really the basis of advancement in this world, right? It's yeah. kind of like who you know, and we know that people hire people who look like them, and that that's even we could take like all the isms out of it. I think just like people find comfort in people who look like them, like that's just mm-hmm. that's just true. And so, if there are less people who are women or less people who are not not white men who are in positions of power or who are coaches, 
then that's that's who's going to continue to get hired. And so I think I, I, I guess my my thing is like a framing it from like we need to develop these coaches like they're we we don't even know like the level of talent because they're not even being allowed in. I agree. Um, it's not that they're not being allowed in because they're not talented. Um, and I think so. I think that's so. I, I think that's one thing. And I think the other thing is like how just like I've said in the past, like how do we make things more inclusive. So how do we have like more women coaching on the men's side? Because we know that like women can do well there, right? How do we, you know, how do we get more women everywhere? How do we get more of everybody mm-hmm. everywhere? And I think kind of trying to think of it in that way, because I, the danger of saying like, well, this can only go to a, a, a person who looks this way is that there's the assumption that, that it, that person is also not qualified. Like you're just letting them in because. But, but still, why, why, why are you okay with that? But not okay. You, do you want men to be able to, if, 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 if they're more qualified to play on a women's team, do you think the man should be? But you're saying it's, if, they're, if a man's qualified. You already know how I feel about integration of sports. So that's a whole, that's a whole other, I, the, the way that we like divide and let certain people play on certain sides. I mean, it just hasn't worked. I get that's, that's my issue with like segregating sports by gender is that, what we've done is create us like two separate but not equal systems. And this is the first year where like the, the um, women's NCAA got like, you know, as Jerry was saying, was getting better exposure and got like a weight room <laughs> like the men did. So I think, I just think it's worth like considering that like, you know, the, the, the way that we have been doing things has not really, you know, like we've let some people play, but we're still, I think just continuing to push ourselves to think about like, how can we be more inclusive? Um, and I think that means letting letting women coach men, you know, as well. And, and I think we're we are slowly, very slowly, starting to see that happen. Yeah, it, it's it's a weird one. We're like, I keep saying it, and I keep thinking this is going to be the year, but it just hasn't happened yet. Becky Hammond is going to coach an NBA team at some point. It and, she, and she's she was the one that was a, one of the lead assistants for the Spurs. She's now the head coach of the Las Vegas Aces in the WNBA, and she's getting paid an absurd amount of money. I remember looking at that contract, but she will, I still think at some point Becky Hammond is going to coach an NBA team. I think she's just, do you you know, that's so close. And then she got hired by the aces, but I still think that would be amazing. I mean, that, that would, that would be, if I like live to see that, that would be, do either of you know, and because right now we're just seeing these small little, like, Ooh, somebody's like an assistant somewhere, (laughs) but we're not seeing anybody make it to the bigger scale. Do either of you know, Look, I know that, that a man can't play in the in the women's NBA or a man can't play on a women's um, um, NCAA uh, basketball team, and I'm I'm I agree with that. I don't think men should be on a women's NBA team. Do you? And, and I think it's a rule that men can't be on a women's NBA team. I'm just using the NBA as an example. Do we know that it's the same rule in the reverse? There's no rule in reverse. So the, a woman could play in the NBA. The, there have been women that have been invited to tryouts. Now you could argue it was like symbolic, but like there have been women that have yeah. been at a, that have been invited to participate in official NBA tryouts. And we know that there's been a woman on a men's, um, or actually Vanderbilt's, on an Vanderbilt's NCAA kicker. football team. There, yeah, but Vanderbilt's kicker for two weeks because of COVID was... But there is no women's... I, I don't think it's even called men's football. Like, it's called men's basketball. That's a, a league in the NCAA, and women's basketball is a league. Football 
is a league. It's not men's football. Yeah, so that I understand. But I, I think the rule doesn't go in reverse. I think a woman could play in the NBA, but I know a woman can't, a man can't play in the women's NBA. And, and I, I think I, I think I sent you like a, an article once. I don't know if you ever got to read it, but it was about like a softball player from, or no, I'm sorry. She's a baseball player from Australia, I think. And she is trying to, she doesn't play softball. She plays like baseball, baseball. with the men. Like she's on a right. man's team and she's so good. Um, like she could like, you know, get into major league baseball, but she's trying to go to college first. And she's trying to go to college here in the States. And she's <laughs> everywhere she goes. They're like, you want to play softball? And she's like, no, I want to play baseball. I think that, like, I think that, you know, we, as I've said before, I think there are some women who do want to play with the men. And I, I do think a, a large portion of that is because women's, like, quote, unquote, women's sports are just not respected in the same way. And I think there are women who want to play, who want to be at that level for many different reasons. And then I think there will always be women who don't want to play with men. And I think that we should, my argument is, like, we should make space for both of those things. Like, yes, still have women's leagues where no men are allowed. And then I think, like, let women play, let women coach men. Like who people who want to, I think like, I think it would be, I think we would do better <laughs> than many people think, but we don't know because we're not given that opportunity similar I think it, to the coaching thing. right? I think like it's, it's very, very, very idealistic to think that we, we could pull that off. I mean, I, I think in, in other businesses besides, um, I mean, women have made incredible strides since I was a, a teenager in, in, in high finance, in the, in the tech industry but I still don't think it's it's equal, and I don't think the men are allowing the women to be equal. I would like to to see sports be the. Um, I would like to see it equal across the board, but I don't think inviting women into men's sports is the route to go, and men into women's to play women's sports is the route to make um, the women equal. I, I don't think it's the right. But no, I. But I. My, my point is, is I think you could still like. There's so much space for leagues just for men and leagues just for. Men. I think that those are valuable spaces. I don't. I'm. I'm not saying that that should go away. What I'm saying is that there should be. There should also be a league for. Like I mean, you know, there are co-ed leagues for people who are not. I love. You know, co-ed. I love. Like I love co-ed. I have no problem. Right? I love and, co-ed sports. So I guess like this is my point is I guess I, I just think that I think that would be really interesting to see at a professional level. And I think that I think over time, I do think you would see more women like who, who do want to try. To, I mean, there are women who want to play in the NBA. There are women who want to play in the MLB. There are women who want to play in the NFL. Sure. So it's not like it's not like they're not there. And I think there's a lot of men that you know, want to play in the N- NBA. If, too. If, it's, if it's all exactly if it's all about and I think this kind of gets back to globally if it's all about the sport, if it's all about just like the love of, of playing and all the things we get from sport, I think that, you know, I, I, I think we should be trying to be as inclusive as we can. And I think that that in this case means, you know, like integration to some degree and but still having other spaces for people who don't want that. Jared, what do you think? I, I think youth sports, um, youth sports is going that route more than professional sports. Uh, up to a certain age. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, and then they then they kind of split it off. By like, the way, Patty, you know, I, go ahead, Jer. Oh no, it's, I was just gonna say like I know that up here, 
the the middle school well actually even before that like you're when you get into like the it's called select basketball here but it's it's club basketball basically because there's no middle school sports up here in Oregon so that is split I think from fourth grade on I think fourth is but but there's you know there's a boys program and a girls program at that point so I I love co-ed sports Patty that's a whole different conversation seven seven eight nine five two four four eight but it's not but it's not different though like i i really don't think that it's that it's that different i there i think there are there are i'm not saying all women again even want to play in the nba but i think that there i I think to suggest that oh like um you know stay stay with the women like you'll do well there you'll win there the the number of times that like i've i've been told that in my life (laughs) like but i want to be challenged like i want to i want to play i want to be in this space i want to play in this space even if i fail because i feel like i want to be i want to be pushed in a different way not to say that the women aren't good we see how talented they are it's just it's just different like the wnba will never be the nba like no matter you know in a hundred years (laughs) it won't be the same and i think that women like who want to deserve the right to play in, in the NBA or to play in these in, in the quote unquote men's leagues, which technically aren't men's leagues, right? Should what what should be the criteria? Well, I, there's your... nothing there's nothing stopping them. I think we kind of have stopped. Well, that's not true, but no, right, right, right. There's no out. rules. Yeah. There's no like official rules, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. You just get into the you just get into like the the, the the complication not complications, but you get into the situation of they'd have to go to a tryout, and you probably would have to get invited to go to a tryout, but. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There are these other factors at play. Yeah. And so I think just yeah. kind of like opening our minds I, and that's the same thing with the coaching, right? Like you have to be invited to interview. And I, and I think if we can change our, like the mindset of like, what is, what does a coach look like or what does a, an NBA player look like and start creating that creating room for, for other, other people. Um, I think that could just be really interesting. And I think it could really be great for, for sports, you know? But that's just my opinion. The uh, fun little local nugget, uh, local to Oregon, and I don't think I've ever told either one of you this, the number – oh, I'd have to go back and look at the rankings. I think they ended up the number 10 team in the state uh, is coached by a woman uh, in boys basketball up here. One of the better city schools is is coached by a woman. Uh, She's a good coach. coach. Phones are ringing here, Patty. I'm going to take one. Sounds great. Thanks. Right, thanks. That was very, Bye. very thoughtful stuff. Hello, call. You're on the air. Yeah, you know, speaking of uh, mixed leagues, I played on volleyball teams and stuff that were really fun done that way. But when you talk about a sport like mixed doubles in tennis, and when you're looking at Serena Williams and whoever the male guy was, she on there. I watched that stuff. It was so boring because it was basically just one player serving. And acing almost every time the woman player. Really? There was really no competition. It was the guy playing against the guy with another person on the court. Really? And, and it, was it, that... it was not like watching men's doubles or women's doubles where things were pretty competitive. Watching Serena Williams just be blown out and not be able to return serves. If the audience being interested has much to do with what makes us be able to pay athletes for sports it was really boring because the women couldn't do it that was the best defense player in the world woman and she couldn't return the serve and you just watched it serve after serve after serve Uh, and it it was it was pretty consistent on 
on on on all the matches. Both sides. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, that's just what it was. I watched a number of matches, and then I said, "Well, I'm going to. I'm not going to watch those anymore." You know, because it was just you know when you take the best men and the best women, and they're playing mixed doubles. The, the when the man gets up there, he just starts acing the woman. Hmm, interesting. And that's with Serena Williams and the other top level players. It wasn't even close. And you listen to Serena Williams talk about it. And she goes, Oh man, I don't even want to play those guys. So she admitted you know, she, she could not return their serve? Absolutely. She yeah. was on I forget which show she was on. She was talking about it. It was shortly after the John McEnroe thing when he talked about her being, you know, you know, a few hundred places down. And she was going, I don't even want to play those guys. It's a different game, she said. It's not the same game. Just the speed of the serves, the way the stuff is done, she said, it's not the same game. I don't even enjoy it going out there because the serves are too fast. My it was really interesting listening to her talk about it. Jerry, what do you think? I, I think if, if you move that over to the NBA, if you took a couple of, of women from the women's NBA and threw them into the NBA game, I think they'd have a similar. I think they'd have a similar experience. Yeah, I think they'd have some some very specific challenges they'd have to deal with. I know that. Oh, I always get the the names mixed up, but I I know that kind of going to a previous comment. It's a pretty. I don't know if it's even split, but it's it's pretty split in the WNBA where there are some players that have just said like I have no interest, and then like. Like and then the others that have said they'd give it a shot, like if they got invited. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember where like the players like dropped on that spectrum, the like specific ones. But I just remember thinking it was pretty, pretty widespread. Well, thank, th- thanks yeah. for that. Um, I'm going to take another call. Thanks for that. Uh, listen up. Well, and... Let me just ask Jerry a question. Go Jerry ahead. said a couple things a few weeks ago. One was that a man should never hit a woman, and then we were talking about transgender athletes. And so if you have a transgender man get in a fight with a transgender woman, who can't hit who, Jerry? Who are, who are combatants again? A transgender man and a transgender woman are in a bar and get in a fight. Jerry said a man should never hit a woman. Which one can't hit the other one? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's your question? I'm just asking you to be logically consistent with your transgender arguments that you made and with your gendered arguments you made after some sports athlete hit the woman he was with after she had hit him and saying a man should never hit a woman. And I just thought, you know, this stuff's getting really complicated. We'll, we'll, let, we'll let Jerry let, – let me take this other call. Jerry, think about that when You listen up for the answer and call back if, if you think he's correct. Hello, call. You're on the air. Hello, this is Bill. Hey, Bill. In uh, 19 – oh, God, when was it? Right after the Pleistocene, in, in, uh, 1982, spring of 1982, um, Butte College opened up their fast-pitch softball class to men and women. So me and another friend of mine who were addicted to baseball signed up. Anyway, I got an A. You got an A in the class? Yeah. <laughs> I, you lost me here. Jerry, what's he talking about? Well, I'm talking about men and women playing together, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he signed up for a softball class in college and he got an A. Yeah, but they had just they opened it up to male and female and <laughs> Oh, was it it was previously only for, for, for women? Well, that, duh, I, I duh. missed that part. Got duh. it, okay. I missed <laughs> to that use part. the phrase of the age. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. So no, anyway, I, I missed that part of it. So yeah. 
related to that, there's a there's a clip, there, there's a video online. I forget. I think it was San Jose State. Um, this is still to this day one of my one of my favorite videos, where San Jose State's football team they did like a promotional like video with the San Jose State softball team, and basically they just this the best pitcher on San Jose State's softball team just invited anyone on the baseball team to grab a bat and try to get a hit. And she oh, yeah. struck out like nine players in a row. It was oh, hilarious. It was, it was so, so hard. Fun. First pitch comes at me. I go, that thing was rising the whole way. I looked back yeah. at the catcher and I looked back at the, the coach was the umpire. The yeah. I'm, like, I'm supposed to hit that? Yeah, I, I remember. That? So I, yeah. I, I, I broadcasted softball when I was at Linfield and – I stepped in just one time. I think it was at a practice or something. I didn't even have a bat, but I just had never seen it before. And so I just Man. stood in the box and just like, just throw a pitch real quick. And that thing moves in a bizarre fashion. Let, let like, me, let, let me add. And over all the air. And it's yep, a big yep. thing. Let me yep. add to this conversation, Bill. Not all, I grew up in the East coast where men's fast pitch was a big deal. Not in high school and college. No not in high school and college, but in in uh, rec league and in professional men's fast pitch. I went up against a 6'7", 250-pound oh man throwing underhand. Okay, so he's throwing like <laughs> off his shoelaces. I know. And it's, he could pitch. He pitched nine games in a row in a tournament because it doesn't hurt your arm to throw underhand. It's a natural. It looked like it hurt the girl, but I don't know. I don't know. I didn't try. I fouled off four. And... I went three and two with four pop before I could hit a spongy little thing, which I could outrun to first base because that's the only way I was on the baseball team. Well, think, think about it, both, both of you. Where in your baseball life, there you've never heard a pitcher. I mean, even uh, Mariano Rivera's, he didn't have any riser. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, a, a that, That's a pitch that is unique to. Up. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, that that that's that's a pitch that's unique to softball. And then that was something else I learned uh, commentating softball was that there really isn't a fastball either. There's because just of the way that ball moves, the rise ball is their fastball. But there's no such thing as like a straight pitch, like it go it either it either curves, drops, or goes up. But there's nothing that's a straight line. Yeah. And and yeah, there's there's not a lot of off speed pitches. There's just really a changeup, which is something I learned about in softball and watching it, which is which is great. I love it. Oh, it's so much better. There's an old in regular baseball. There's an old fungo pitch. There's an old real slow pitch you do way overhand high, which nobody's expecting. Almost, yeah. you know, it, it has the, you know, like, oh. And by the time you figure it out, you know, there it is. But anyway. No, it's just, it's just a better sport. I, 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 I've said that before. It's just a better sport. Softball is, oh, it's so much better than baseball. I love it. I love softball. Can you hang for a second? Sorry, Jim, say it again. Sorry about that, Chair. I lost. I lost my focus. Oh. <laughs> oh. Fair enough. Hey, how about yesterday in uh, San Francisco Bay Area ball? Dodgers uh, lost to the Giants ten to two in the Cactus League, and the, the, the um, Warriors took that sixteen point loss right to the finish line with the, you know last night's Warriors game with the Jazz. 
I totally, I totally missed it. I haven't watched a lot of the Warriors this year, uh, or, or like recently. I know that they've been playing. They were behind the whole time till the oh, last they, five minutes, and then they shut came, them down. And then they, they came back at three pointers. They yeah. came back as if Curry was there. It was very. It yeah. was very. And that's a big. That was a big deal for them because they've yeah. been playing pretty bad recently. It's it's yeah, pretty big deal for them. To that they way. were just turning them over and then, and boom, that was. Got cool. another one, Bill. Thanks for the. All right, uh, bye. See Thanks, ya. Bill. You're on the air. Jim, I gotta say I took offense to men not being able to coach women in basketball. Okay, well the next question <laughs> the, the next question is why? Because you did it. <laughs> And I, yeah, I, mean, I, I had fun. I enjoyed it. I thought it went well. So, you know, you know I, mean, I got your. Pres- There's a good question here. Wait a minute, and then you've brought up something here now, and I want to hear from both of you. So, am I a hypocrite that I might coach? I, I, I don't think it should be allowed. But if it's allowed, it's okay to do it. I just don't think it should be allowed. Yeah, so, you're, gonna, you're gonna play by the rules that are that are given to you. Right. I I may coach a a, a girl's. Um, a girls team next year. There's not year. a chance you're coaching that team. <laughs> hey, hey, now. He, there's not a chance. I mean, he, he stepped in for me and coached my girls, I think, twice. So, And ran many practices for me. Now, is that taking on the job as the, the girls coach? No, but he did it, and he did it gracefully. So, Oh, I'm not saying, uh, Vincent, no, has anything to do with, with him and, and like his, anything like with, that, with, with it being you know, girls or boys basketball. I just don't. I just, Jim, I, I think you're done. I don't think you're ever getting back into coaching. I don't know. Vin, Vince and I, I think almost... I think you I think you hung up the clipboard. If Vince or I could split a team. Jerry, let me just say, let me, let me cover it for you here, Jim. Jerry, if I ever coach again and your dad's into it, he's going to be on that bench with me at least. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll tell you that much Fair right enough. now. Fair enough. I can say it's more of a question. Will Vince and I do a team together first, or will Tim and I do a team together first? That's a good I question. Still, I still think the answer is neither. You don't think either, yeah. All right. <laughs> What's up, what's up, Vince? What, what do you got on your what's Any, on your mind? Uh, I'm just enjoying the show so far. I think uh, you know the the original topic. Uh, I love that Dr. Patty called in real quick. Man, she beat me to the punch on that one. Um, <laughs> it just brings up it just brings up a great you know. It's not just the the women versus men. Obviously, it's, it's you know minorities and coaching and all of that. It comes down to opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously throughout the you know generations, those opportunities have been blocked by the people that have the positions to hire, you're seeing that kind of get broken away a little bit every year. Is it happening as fast as you or I thought? No. Um, you know, I, I thought Becky Hammonds was going to get a job in the NBA by now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, things like that. So, but we slowly see it as opportunities get presented and people do well, then more opportunities become available. Um, and so I think the idea of women playing with men maybe eventually one will actually stand out and compete and hold her own and others will follow. But I, I think we're, so, we're still a far way away from that. Maybe, you know, potentially many years from that ever becoming a reality. And I think it would have to be the right sport at the right time. You know, I, I don't, I think trying to compare w- women basketball players and men basketball players right now with what's available to look at, there's no comparison as far as could one actually compete I, I still stand by, and this has been my opinion on this for a long time, and I'm sticking with it. I, I still believe if a woman is going to get into a professional sport that is not a, a women's version of it, uh, I still think it's a kicker in the NFL. 
I still think that's the most likely. If you're asking me what the most likely path it is for a woman to get into the NFL, NBA, MLB, or something like that, I still stand by it's some form of kicking in the NFL. Just because I think that it's the most translatable that that I I think is doable, where I I don't think, I know that it's it's a totally different technique. It's a totally different form, and there's a lot of stuff to it, but I've seen so many soccer players that are women that can kick a ball a long way accurately. I don't think it'd be too difficult of a transition, especially if someone decided to do it very early in their career. Sure, sure. I, I would say, I would say, I think in golf, if you put a, there's probably yes, women think, on, yeah. the, on the LPGA that could play from the Blues and compete, maybe not win a tournament, but be in the top twenty. Yes, yes, I, I think I think they could well. win a tournament on a good day. I, I look at yeah, comparative yeah, yeah. scores, and um, I, I don't think the tees make that big big of a difference i i think accuracy could make up for the t distance like i think a- if just just I, I, yeah i i would put yeah vince I, I never thought about that i could see that one as well vince i got i'm gonna take another call here just because the phones are ringing a lot but vince are you with us for the rest of the night i was gonna bring up something that i want your opinion on oh yeah i'm here listen up hello caller you're on the air hey it's sports one doctor again um so I, I wanted to I had some thoughts of, uh, in response to some of the other callers. Yep. Um, I, I, I think that um, letting women into the NBA and the NFL and all the kind of professional quote unquote men's teams right now. And even like, I think the tennis example is, I don't watch tennis, but that was a really interesting example. Um, yeah. I think it is going to look weird because because it is a different game. I mean, it, it's I, 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 the way that, that men and women play are different, and that's not that that's just that has nothing to do with like skill or talent or ability. It's just they've been running in parallel systems, and so so so, so there is going to be some kind of adjustment there. And and so until we integrate sports at at younger at a younger age, and they're playing together like you know consistently like throughout their development. It is going to look weird. It is going to look different. It might be boring. I don't know, <laughs> um, but I think I, I think that that's that's the that's the problem. The problem is that you know you, you're running in parallel systems, and then you know once you get to this elite level, then yeah, it, it is an adjustment. Um, and so I, I just want to I just kind of wanted to put that out there. Um, I don't think it's any less you know, worthwhile to do. Um, but I think that's, I think what you're seeing is the cost of the, the segregation that's been going on um, up until, you know, they reach that, that higher level. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, are we, are we recognizing differences in body mass, strength and speed, or are we just discounting that that's not real? For male and female, you're you're a doctor. Oh, you know I love you know I love this argument, having this argument with you, Jim. <laughs> but is is that real um, or is that not real? Is that is, is that statistic real or not real? The average weight of a man, average strength of a man versus versus a woman is is that something that 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 is not real? I so here's the thing, and I I sent you a text on this a couple weeks ago. Men invented the rules of sports. So that they would excel at those rules at, at the at those games. The rules, the way that the rules are written, that's, are arbitrary. I think we can all agree on that. There's no science or anything behind 
behind rules and sports. And so you, one could create <laughs> rules like like sports that that are inclusive. And and I think that there, you know, I've I've sent I sent you a huge long <laughs> like article on this. Like there are sports that um, that that women um, excel at given given their anatomy. There are sports that that men do well at given their anatomy. But I think that like I I think that if if the I think both can bring very different assets to all of the games that we play at this point. Like, I, I think that there's space for, for, for everyone, right? Like, could a woman not be a quarterback, right? Like, I, the example, could a woman not be a kicker? I mean, is there what, what's in her anatomy that doesn't let her do that? Could she be a center? I don't know, but that doesn't mean that she shouldn't be allowed to play. Like, there are positions that women would do well at in every single sport that we have. And there, there are other positions, but that's true. There are positions that, like, you know, could a quarter, could a male, male, uh, somebody who would be, who would do well as a, as a kicker, as a man, is that person going to be center? No. So it's the same, it's the same thing. And I, and I think that's, there is no like only, you know, there's only one anatomy type, one body type that can play this sport. That's not true. There are many different body types currently playing right now. And I think there's a space for women in there too. I agree. It still didn't answer my question, but my question is, um, and I'm going to take another call. Yes, my 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 the answer is yes, but my the answer is also that there are, there are men with different body types that are similar to women's that are currently playing at, at the professional level. Thanks, Patty. So it's a yes and. You're welcome. <laughs> yes and. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. Um, I just wanted to comment. I think it's a good example of. <clears throat> And I missed a couple minutes there, so I hope I'm not overlapping anything. But uh, I think Brock Lesnar is an interesting example of someone in terms of, like, co-ed sports. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, who was a NCAA champion wrestler, mm-hmm. he did WWE fake professional wrestling for a while. He went into the UFC and knocked out most of his opponents. I, I might be exaggerating there, but... And when he went into the NFL, Brock Lesnar got knocked on his butt and was like, whoa, I can't do that. And he, he may have been older as an athlete at that time and whatnot, but in terms of like co-ed sports, you have a, you have a athlete who is, who has a sterling record and who goes into the NFL and gets knocked down and says, I got to walk away from this. And I just think that's an example of how there are reasons that, and it's a divisive issue, but that women and men compete differently because we are different. Women have higher endurance. Men have higher body mass. Um, that That's just generally a, a, a stereotypical fact. Uh, but the, the only other thing I want to say is and it's so divisive, but I, I called in last week, and I had to call in again, like, seeing this where in NCAA sports, biological men are competing in women's leagues. It just doesn't seem to be right. And and you have that in terms of, like, the, the fighting arena, I think is one way it really shows, like, Ronda Rousey is a strong, strong woman and an amazing fighter. But I don't think it's fair for someone who's been competing 
in men's combat sports for 24 years to transition at that point in their life and go and compete against women in the arena. That's not fair to the women in the arena who earned their own respect with their own talent. And I'll put the rest on could- I could be wrong about this, and this is one of those ones where I'm, I'm trying to find it as I go, but I think at some point in, like, the peak of her dominance in UFC, Rousey was asked about fighting a man, and I'm pretty, and again, this, I, I don't have anything to base up. I'm pretty sure she, like, very quickly dismissed it, and basically the answer was, are you crazy? I'm never getting in, in the ring with one of them. Uh, and. I, I don't remember sp- the specifics of it, but I'm pretty sure she got asked that question at some point. Are, and her answer was more or less, there's not a chance in the world you could get me in there fighting one of them. Jer, are, 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 there, um, are there weight groups in that sport? Yes, there are, and there are weight groups for women as well for, as well as for men, hmm. I believe. 707-895-2448. Did I cut you off there, Jerry? You uh... No, 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 no. That's good. Like I, I'm I'm ninety-nine. I know there's weight groups for men, and it's like heavyweight, light heavyweight, middleweight. Right. Da, 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 da. I'm pretty sure there's weight groups for women as well. I don't remember what they're called. So it's but like, I'm pretty it's like, sure they have they have weight classes so it's, in, in it's like bo- it's like boxing. Yes. Um, yes. All right. So interesting stat. I'm change change the subject for a second. And um I know this one would have been very close to Vince's heart. Um, you came up with these stats before, Jaron. I, I was just, I, I was so excited about it. I wrote them right down. The men's NCAA um, um, semifinals, uh, Duke lost to UNC. And you came up with this stat. This is an incredible stat. Oh, we're stat. shifting here. We're yeah, shifting oh, yeah, here. I'm, I'm shifting. Yeah. I have to say this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, caller, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer it, but, but hang on. I don't on. know if this is necessarily a stat. Well, I think no, this is like a fun fact. This is a fun fact, Stad. Yeah, it's a fun fact. Yeah. That in 1980, the first game Mike Krzyzewski ever coached. No, no, no. His first loss. His first loss he ever coached a loss for. I don't know how many wins he got before that first loss. Was the University of North Carolina. In 2022, his last game ever played was um, lost to North Carolina. And his last game ever home game. He lost to North Carolina. That's an incredible yeah, it's, statistic. Uh, it's at least at least it was consistent. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Is that me? Yep. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I want I want to take on take on the whole situation. I'm from Laytonville, and every Thursday night, my daughter opens up the gym for volleyball, and they have anywhere from ten to twenty people that come out of the woodwork, and they're from age sixteen, ten to 75 and there are men and there are women and it's co-ed and there's five five to five six to six they've been doing it for about five years and they have the most fun it's done the joy and the happiness of just competing and having a game and it's nip and tuck every single game it's not one team's better than the other it's like 16 17 20 18 they go into overtime and the joy the joy of 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 playing together. There's no sexism, and I wanted to take on that word sexism because if if uh, I've heard that there's some some really good women baseball players, that, and if they want to become professional, they should be able to do that. If people want to become, if they have skills, and if they are willing to compete, the the whole notion of you know because of your biology, because of what you're born with, that that's going to limit or restrict you. 
I have a granddaughter who's 13 who can outrace her mother on the barrels. She she outraced the women, the you know teenagers and the young ladies. She got a saddle at the rodeo ground since she's only 13 because she's a good horsewoman. And she's 13. I mean, it's just amazing. And so the ageism and the sexism is is what we're di- what, what what the discussion needs to revolve around. And if it's professional, you know, like wrestling, I can see where I don't want to compete. You know, and I don't think women should compete against men. You know, who've been training in jail or whatever. If they've got muscles and and you know muscle bound, there there can be limitations based on the strength or the you know the physical. If you're on your moon. You know, there there needs to be some recognition that there are physical differences. I'm thinking, too, about the Ukraine. Do you think the women in the Ukraine aren't going to be fighting right side by side against the people to defend their homeland? You know, if, if people come to your, to your, you know, state or to your country, you know, you there it's, it's a larger discussion, okay? You can carry it. You can look at it broadly or you can look at it individually. But I know in Laytonville, we share the game and we share the spirit. And it's the joy and the fun and the happiness as well as the game. And it's not it's not based on if you're a male or a female. And I just want to throw that out there for the for the general conversation. Thank you. Bye bye. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, oh, yeah. Hi, it's uh, Sports One Doctor again. Three. Is um, he in one show, Patty? I love it. I just I had to, I I had to. Um, I, I I really wanted to address very, very quickly, because I keep hearing in, in, from many different people, if somebody just, like, chooses that they want to transition, like, as though it's, like, a switch, on, like, somebody just, like, walks up, wakes up one day, and it's like, I want to be a woman, and I'm just going to walk, like, that's just very much not how it works, and I also want to say that, like, that, that people who are taking hormone therapy um, to transition you know, if we're talking male to female, not only are they taking estrogens, but they're taking anti-androgens. So they're taking like anti-testosterone medication as well. So, so to suggest that, that I don't know that that's just like, you know, again, just like, oh, somebody just decided to do this to win. Like, I mean, I guess if you're going to work that hard to win, like uh, go for it, but it's just, <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not equivalent it's to say that that I, I person... Also is a male, I, I just, I think that that's, I don't think that's accurate. I, I also would say, and I want to, I, I have no medical knowledge of anything. I'm not a medical professional by any means. But what I would say is I, I think that there isn't a large enough sample size yet of males transitioning to female and then wanting to compete at those sports to determine like if I don't, I don't think there's a big enough sample size to even say one way or the other, it's an advantage or not. I, I think we've, there's, it, this is such a new thing and there's really been like one big story, the swimmer, but there, there hasn't been like a, I don't know. I, I feel like before there can be conclusions made about something like that, like, is it truly an advantage? There has to be a larger sample size to go off of, or we're just going to, or it's just two people arguing. With hey, I'm down for a few minutes. I got another call. I want to take it. Thanks, Patty. Sounds good. Thank Bye. you. You're on the air. You got about three minutes, two minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make a comment about, you know, rules being made, you know, in terms of favoring one group or another. There are lots of rules. For example, when I got out of high school, I was interested in going into law enforcement. 
I'm five foot seven. At the time, I weighed about 180 pounds, wrestling, boxing, martial arts, excellent physical condition, but I was one inch too short. So there are times where it will really affect someone's life being told, okay, you're five foot seven, you're not five foot eight. That's the minimum height that we want for police officers. And there are people who would tell you, oh, no, there's good reasons for that. And they did at that point. No, you know, we want bigger guys for X, Y, Z reasons. But the reality was I was stronger and in better condition than probably 75% of the people that were getting in, maybe even higher than that. I just wasn't as tall, and that completely disqualified me. Now, when they started allowing women in and when they wanted to get Vietnamese in after the Vietnam War ended into law enforcement, they changed a lot of those rules. But there are always there's always something else like that. And um, the other comment I wanted to make is uh, when you know the sports phone doctor is calling in and saying some of these things about you know relative abilities. I've watched several mm two MMA fights with uh, men that have transitioned to women. And it was just a bloody mess. Got to cut you off. We're out, we're out of time. We got we got, got to cut you off. Call, give us a call right, next Mike. week. We love your calls. Jay, we're running out of time. Yeah, I went quick. Uh, I guess when you when you say the right thing and you you get a good topic going, that's that's how it goes. We okay. got we had the uh, sports phone doctor was on a roll tonight. I love it. Yeah, it was good stuff. Okay, uh, next week Jim's not going to be here. Uh, he's going to be in Florida, very likely asleep. Uh, so it'll be me and Vince. We'll be hanging out. Uh, we'll be doing sports phone same time. Uh, but Jim will not be here. Um, he might call in. I doubt it. I think he's going to be asleep uh, in Florida, but we'll see. Uh, and we're looking forward to it. So thanks for everyone that called and, and let their opinions and thoughts be known. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yep. I'll be with my mom. I'll be, be taking my mom to the starting block in the United States YMCA National Championships. My brother will be counting laps at the other end. And um, it's too bad it has to be in Florida. Besides that, I can't wait. Thanks, everyone who called. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can go to kzyx.org to find more shows and content like this one. While there, you can stream us live or check out our jukebox. And if you like what you hear, consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. We are Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, listener-supported community radio. KZYX, Philo, 90.7 FM. KZYZ, Woolets and Ukiah, 91.5 FM. And Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. Thanks for listening.